Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. At Polly, nonchalantly. The most ordinary people can learn it. Why, your brother Jack can lasso almost as well as a Mexican. And I can lass any stationary object myself. Cried Belle. A hitching post or even a doorknob. I can do it two or three times out of ten that shows immense skill answered jack but as a thing you want to last never does stay still and as it is absolutely necessary to catch it more than three times out of ten you probably wouldn't make a name and fortune as a vaquero juan capistrano by the way used to be famous with the lariat i had heard of his adventure with the bull on the island of santa rosa and i asked him about it today but he had so exhausted himself telling stories to Belle that he had very few words for me. You see, there was a bull on Santa Rosa Island, so wild that they wanted to kill him. But nobody could do it, though he was a terror to anyone who ventured on the island. They called him Antiguelo because of his long horns and long tail. He was such a terrible fighter that all the vaqueros were afraid to lass him, for he always broke away with the lariat. You see, a horse throws a bull by skill and not by strength, of course. You can choke almost any bull, but this one was too smart. He would crouch on his haunches and pull back until the rope nearly choked him, and then suddenly make for the horse. Juan Capistrano had a splendid horse. You see, as much depends on the horse as the man in such a case. And he came upon Antiguelo on the Cerro Negro and lashed him. Well, did he fight? I asked. Si, senor. Well, what happened? Yo lo mate. I killed him, he said, with a shrug of his shoulders, and that's all I could get out of Juan regarding his adventure. But you haven't done your share, you lazy boy, objected Belle. You must tell us more. What do you want to hear? I am up on all the animal and vegetable life of Southern California, full of interesting information concerning its old customs, can give you Spanish names for all the things that come up in ordinary conversation, and I'm the only man present who can make a rawhide reata, said Jack modestly. Go on and tell us how, oh great and wise reatero, said Belle. I'll tell you that myself, said Elsie, for I've seen him do it dozens of times when he should have been studying his little lessons. He takes a big piece of rawhide cuts a circle right out of the middle, and then cuts round and round this until he has a long continuous string, half an inch wide. He then stretches it and scrapes the hair off with a knife or a piece of glass, gets it into four strands, and braids it round. Perhaps you think braiding round is easy to do, retorted Jack in an injured tone. 
but I know it took me six months to learn to do it well. I fail to see, said his mother, how a knowledge of braiding round and lassoing of wild cattle is going to serve you in your university life and future career. Oh, yes, it will. I shall be the Buffalo Bill of Harvard, and I shall give charming little entertainments in my rooms, or in some little garden plot suitable to the purpose. Shall you make a point of keeping up with your class? asked Mrs. Winship. Oh, yes, unless they go too fast. My sports won't take any more time than rowing or baseball. They'll be a little more expensive, because I'll have to keep some wild cattle constantly on hand, and perhaps a vaquero or two. But a vaquero won't cost any more than a valet. I didn't intend furnishing you with a valet, remarked his mother. But I shall be self-supporting, mother dear. I shall give exhibitions on the campus, and the gate money will keep me in luxury. This is all very interesting said polly cuttingly but what has it to do with california i'd like to know poor dear your brain is so weak can't you see that when i am the fashion in cambridge it will be noised about that i gained my marvellous skill in california this will increase emigration i don't pretend to say it will swell the population like the discovery of gold in forty eight but it will have a perceptible effect <laughs> you are more modest than a whole mossy bank of violets laughed dr paul now marjorie uh, will you give us your legend mine is the story of juan de dios literally juan of god and i'm sorry to say that it has a horse in it like polly's only hers was a snow-white mare and mine is a coal-black charger but they wouldn't tell us any romantic love stories they were all about horses story of juan de dios in early days when americans were coming into santa barbara there were many cattle buyers among them and there were large bands of robbers all over the country who were ready to pounce on these travelers on their way to the great cattle ranchos kill them and steal their money and clothes as well as their horses and trappings no one could understand how the robbers got such accurate information of the movements of the travelers unless they had a spy somewhere near the mission where they often stopped for rest and refreshment now there was a certain young indian vaquero in the employ of the padres at la mission de la purisima he was a wonderful horseman and greatly looked up to by his brother vaqueros because he was so strong alert and handsome and because he was always dressed elegantly in rich old spanish embroideries and velvets given to him he said by men for whom he had done great services one day a certain traveller a spanish official of high degree came from monterey to wed his sweetheart the daughter of the richest cattle owner in all the country round his spurs and bit and bridle were of solid silver his hakima halter was made of a hair rope whose strands had been dyed in brilliant colours his tapaderos front of the stirrups mochilas large leather saddle flaps and sudaderos thin bits of leather to protect the legs from sweat were all beautifully stamped in the fashion used by the mexicans his saddle blankets and his housings were all superb and he wore a broad sombrero encircled with a silver snake and trimmed with silver lace the traveller stayed at la purissima all night and set out early in the morning to ride the last forty miles that separated him from his bride 
but one and two other robbers were lying in wait for him behind a great rock that stood at the entrance of the lonely canyon they appeared on horseback one behind the unfortunate man and two in the front so that he could escape neither way we finally succeeded in lassoing the horse and throwing him to the ground with his rider who defended himself bravely with his knife but was finally killed and robbed one taking his clothes and trappings and the other two dividing the contents of his purse they could not have buried their victim as successfully as usual or else they were surprised and had to escape for the body was found and juan whom the padres had begun to view with suspicion was nowhere to be found about the mission troops were sent out in pursuit of him for this particular traveller was a high official and it was necessary that his death should be avenged they at last heard that juan had been seen going towards santa ines mission and pursuing him thither they came upon him as he was driving a band of horses into a corral and just in the act of catching his own horse a noble and powerful animal called azabache because of his jet-black colour the men surrounded the corral and ordered him to surrender he begged them to wait until he had saddled azabache and then they might shoot them both down together he asked permission to call three times pegar tres gritos and after the third call they were to shoot his last wish was granted he saddled and mounted his splendid horse called once twice thrice but when the last shout faded in the air and the troops raised their muskets to fire behold there was no one the deals to be seen they had been surrounding the corral so that no one could have ridden out they looked among the horses but asabache was nowhere to be found just then a joyous shout was heard so ringing and trumpet that every man turned in the direction from which it came there galloping up the hillside nearly half a mile distant was juan de dios mounted on his coal-black azabache but it was no common sunshine that deepened the gorgeous colours of his trappings and danced upon his silver spurs till they glistened like two great stars it was a broad glittering stream of light such as no mortal has ever seen before and which almost blinded the eyes and over this radiant path of golden sunbeams galloped juan de dios until he disappeared over the crest of the mountain then the light faded the padres crossed themselves in silence and went home to their mission and juan de dios never was heard of more modest little marjorie was hailed with such cheers that you could not have seen her cheeks for the blushes and just as the party began to think of forsaking the fascinating campfire for bed belle jumped up impetuously and cried here philip give me the castanets please polly and jack you play las palomas for me and i'll sing and show you the dance of that pretty mexican girl whom i saw at the ball given under the big grapevine wait till i take off my hair ribbon lend me your scarf mamma now begin las palomas the doves four little white doves began to coo to coo to their mates so fair and each to the other dove said your coo with mine cannot compare it is barely possible but not likely that anything prettier than bell's mexican danza was to be seen under the light of the september stars that night although they were doubtless shining down upon a thousand lovely things 
with all the brightness of her loosened hair rising and falling with the motion of her swaying figure with her twinkling feet her crimson cheeks and parted lips she looked the very spirit of dance and her enraptured audience only allowed her to stop when she was absolutely breathless oh what a beautiful evening exclaimed elsie when the celebration was finally over was there ever such a dear dear canyon with such dear people in it if it only wouldn't rain and we could live here for ever rain rain stay away come again another day little elsie wants to play recited polly and then everybody went to their straw beds End of chapter 10